welcome to Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Abby. This is Matt. This is Isabella. A reminder to our listeners, you can call us live on the air. The phone number is 407-582-2906. You can also chat with us live online through Intern Pursuits Facebook Live Chat. Tonight's prize is an Intern Pursuit t-shirt from web summit portugal it's all branded it looks super nice i was going to wear it tonight i don't have it on but nonetheless i have some sizes to put them out there for anybody that puts hashtag what's our secret word i guess it's not a secret if we're using it our featured hashtag is trader joe's so if you use that in our instagram inter pursuits instagram or intern pursuits face facebook i'll know who you are private message me and you'll get a t-shirt you have to tell me what size you want also do you have to be a viewer to of take course part you of this? have to be a viewer <laughs> can i can i just do the hashtag myself and win that t-shirt well i brought <laughs> presents back for everybody else didn't you get presents from me no i've been oh that's away right for so a little bit what you get from me is you get an intern pursuit sticker Ooh, i'll bring it okay. for you for next week and awesome. you get a little book that has post-its and flags in it, and it's all branded up. It says Interim Pursuit. All right, that, that more than makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. so you got <laughs> things that you can use over and over again also. Great. Yeah. So, um, Matt, you're up. All right. Coming up in this episode of the Intern Whisper Live, we have hashtag what I learned stories, hashtag employers for change, inspiring leaders, and Pamela's journey in marketing and advertising. So... How can people find us? You can find us on Pivot Business Consulting's Facebook page, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram on, well, I said Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and also Google My Business and Google+. You can also find Interim Pursuit on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Google My Business, and also on YouTube. And you're going to find a bunch of videos on YouTube real soon in like another week or so. Um, Interim Pursuit Game is on Facebook and Twitter, and you can listen to us live on MixLR.com forward slash Valencia College Radio. Follow the Intern Whisperer. You actually have to follow Valencia College Radio and then follow Intern Whisperer. You can watch us live on Intern Pursuit, and again, you can chat with us live on the air. Um, the phone number, if you want to call us, is 407-582-2906. So, what's up next, guys? Our first sponsor for the night is Omnimodal. Omnimodal believes smart cities and public transit services are the backbones of equitable shared mobility today and into the future. Omnimodal works with smart cities to connect all commuters across modes of transportation to the mobility-as-a-service marketplace. Their website is omnimodal.io. Thank you, Omnimodal, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. So before we get to our guest, I have a couple things that I want to be able to share here. So the first thing is I got an email that said, congratulations, you've been selected to come to Startup Grind in California in February. They have a big exhibit, not as big as Web Summit, but it is there, and I get the opportunity to pitch. It has registration fees, so that's kind of on the mm. downside. But mm. nonetheless, um, I'm really grateful for that. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. 
I've been working on my investor pitch deck. My goal was to have it finished today, and I will have it finished today. I'm on, I worked on it all day yesterday. Uh, part of the reason why the investor pitch deck, it has, um, so I can send it out to the accelerator that is in Italy. Um, I want to be able to send something to the gentleman that I met that's in Texas. And then I also uh, have some, like an angel investor that I want to send it out to. Well, there's three. So What is an angel investor? An angel investor is somebody that would be able to give a smaller sum of money, like, you know, could be um, 30000 50000 something like that, 25, 30, anywhere between 25 to 50, I would say. Some angel investors might even put 100000 in, but they get equity of your company. I want to be able to ask it as a convertible note. And what that means is that they're giving it to me. It has the option of becoming a loan. So I would pay it back at twice the value plus an agreed interest rate. So that's what I'm going to try and negotiate. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that's how some startups get some money. But um, what investors like to pay or invest in, not pay, is is marketing. They do not want to pay salaries. So it's not like I budget that. I could budget it for some of my software development team to be able to um, work on the site, but I have to make sure that whatever the balance is, let's say it's a split, 25-25 if I'm asking 50000 I have to be able to make sure 25 is going for marketing. That could be for like AdWords on Facebook. It could be going to campuses, going to other um, schools and paying the registration fees to get students to sign up. It would be um, getting employers to sign up. So those types of expenses. Oh, wow. Oh. So so that's there. But at Web Summit, and I know I just barely touched on it, um, I think last week. Last week, yeah. Yeah, is that there were two potential investors that I had met, like I mentioned, and I had 200 people that I've got to connect with. Oh, wow. 200. Now, <laughs> 200. I have 200 business cards. That no is line. a lot of emails. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So um, I've had people from all over the world in that side of the world at least in yeah Europe. you mentioned there are people from like oh Italy my gosh and Portugal who came them. up to you and were like well, you're planning to come here right yeah well no they aren't they want to do business with America but they aren't necessarily planning to come here now right. one of the well people, they were asking you if you were coming to them uh they were surprised to see Americans there because most Americans don't come over right. there you were the oh really yeah yeah there's there's not as many. It's a global summit, and it's really more of a Europe that's represented mm -hmm. and um, Central and South America and Asia. And when I was pulling some IBIS World reports to update my business plan, that's when I saw that um, that's true. Uh, 30, 30, it's like 32, 33% of the market is in um, the U.S., and the same amount is in Europe. Europe is the big all of countries. And then it was like 27% was in North Asia. And then, you know, when you look at those percentages, that's like 30, 60, 90. It's almost like pretty close to 90% of the uh, countries are really have big HR presence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Central and South America are like 1.7, 1.6%, you know, uh. respectively. Uh, so that was really kind of telling me um, where I need to focus my, my marketing presence mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in those other countries when I was looking at the reports. And it was consistent with 
a lot of what I saw on the floor. However, I had a number of people that came up to um, came up to me at my booth, and they were asking me, "Hey, I want this product. You know, how do I get it into my country?" So that was really exciting. Um, anyway, back to this. I had one particular startup that they are doing an educational training platform uh, where people can get trained in HR and leadership specific modules and it's mm -hmm. on remote learning. And I said, I've already done those. And they said, they were very interested in working with me and I got an email from them today also saying, hey, here's our information. We'd like to talk with you more. And oh, wow. so I'd wow. have to, it's, it's like teaching online. Yeah. You know, except I would be teaching, you know, my own curriculum, like my own customized curriculum. Okay. And they would have to see it. But part of it, I haven't read all of their information. Some of that comes up with, well, who owns that content? So if it's something that's special that I've worked on and I don't want to put it out there, I have to be real careful to protect my own proprietary, you know, processes or any content that I've done because now I could be handing it over to to this other company. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. something to think about. Anyway, um, so that was all super exciting, and um, there was something else that was kind of significant. Um, I can't think of what it is right now. Anyway, all of this said and done is um, I'm still working to you know, focus my own efforts in closing um, my own sales, because this is like a, a one-girl team right now. I'm marketing, <laughs> yeah. I'm sales, I'm HR, I'm the bookkeeper, I'm all of those things. And now I have to um, finish getting my packages put together. So there's a lot that's going on. Oh, wow. Now, we have talked about some other things that I wanted to see where the show would go into a new direction. Um, right. And just so if anybody's wondering, we we do have a guest, but she's running a little bit late, mm -hmm. so she'll be here. And when she is, it'll be like surprise. Yeah. For <laughs> even though we said the name, um, so what I want to see the show moving towards going into next year is there would be one um, intern guest uh, in that month, and one employer guest, and one school that is coming up and being a represented there. And then we would have a wild card topic. And so I really liked Khalil's idea of the um, Halloween episode. where That was a great episode. It was. It was, it was super good. And we have the holidays coming up here with Thanksgiving and Christmas. And I wanted to be able to make sure that we had uh, a focus on you know, individuals that are may not be able to go home for the holidays or that are feeling really lonely because holidays are very stressful if you've lost a, a family member or you're by yourself or, you know, depression, whatever. It's not like, it's not the Norman Rockwell right. Christmas. Do you guys know who Norman Rockwell is? I've heard He was name. a TV personality, yeah. right? He's what? He was a TV personality? No. no? <laughs> He's I've heard a famous Rockwell, painter. <laughs> Look him up. <laughs> Look up Rock, Norman Rockwell and you'll understand he did uh, magazine covers for like the New Yorker and um, a lot of famous paintings. But Oh, I guess I have heard that name. Yeah. So I, I want you to be educated, so make sure you look it up. Norman, Norman, Norman Rockwell. Rockwell. <coughs> anyway, so there's an idea of what you think Christmas is supposed to be right. and it's oh, supposed yeah. to be perfect. And then the paintings, it all is like... Very uh, utopian looking. Yeah. It's perfect. You know, everybody is happy and smiling and 
It's what you think. I think that creates more stress. Than I know. I agree. The way, the way people try to make <coughs> the perfect Christmas, and then you don't have yeah. a perfect Christmas if you're working hard to make a perfect Christmas. Yeah. The it way it's is. depicted, um, all this, you know, it's family, it's togetherness. Not a lot of people get that, no. especially college students with all the uh, things that we have to do. So it, it's hard having that baggage and knowing this is what it's supposed to be like, but maybe this year it's not going to be that way. Yeah. But so. we got to save this because yeah, we're going to we talk we about do. this. Yes. You know, for our, I think For it's a very special episode yeah. of the month. So yeah. it's going to be coming up just so our listeners know that they'll be able to look at that and listen to it. And we have, I just want to make sure our listeners know that next Wednesday, or this coming Wednesday, it's the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. There will be no show. We will be playing um, our episode with Susan Sadler. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's going to replay, so I have to make sure that the Wednesday night crew knows to get that to um, queue tonight, so it'll be in the queue, no pun intended. Huh. Yeah, really, it <laughs> was intended. I it's get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so anyway, I want to make sure people know Susan Sadler's episode is coming up on our day before our turkey day. Well. Also a great episode. Yeah, and a oh, very good like our one. second episode Together, with right? the three the of Monday? us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one was, I think, a really I- interesting uh, interview. Yeah, do check um, it out. She does a very amazing voice impersonation with oh some yeah, characters that, that of hers. So yeah. Don't want to spoil the fun, but it's pretty fun. So Preview. our last <laughs> show, our holiday schedule coming up also, our last show will be, even though the campus closes on the 21st, we can still do one. Our last show would be the 19th. The, 17th and the 19th. Would that be a Monday or a Wednesday? Uh, 17th is a Monday and the 19th is a Wednesday. So we will have shows through that time frame, just so our listeners know. Are you guys, well, I know you're, you're going to be here, right? Adam? Yes, I am. Okay. And Matt, are you going away for the holidays? For the holidays, no. Okay. So, yay, we've got... We'll be, we'll be here. We'll be here. We've we'll got be our, here. Co- <laughs> our uh, co-hosts and assistant producers here that would be able to participate. And I also want to give a shout-out to Jason. Jason graduates this week. Jason oh, wow. is one of our Wednesday Jason. night. Congratulations, Jason. Yep. Uh, one of our Wednesday night um, hosts. And he is uh, graduating, and he may be um, moving on to something bigger. So, yep. So, um, so that's all of our news and our updates. And I'm really looking forward to everybody coming in here. And um, so now we have our mystery guest. Perfect timing, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I asked two students where I was at, and they're like, so nice. They're like, yeah. this way. Okay, so Pamela, when you talk into the mic, you have to be like really up close and personal. Okay. So you want to move right on in and, and be there. And I see you got a haircut. You look all grown up. Yeah. Thanks. We're going to do a previous I, I want, I've been wanting to wear this blazer. I just found it thrifting. And it's like a power blazer because it's cheetah. So I was like, this is the perfect time to wear and it. And the prints cool, are cool. Cool blazer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I bought this jacket the other day. And I was like, it's the perfect time to wear it. I mean, yeah. yeah and it's pretty chilly out. And I was like, all right, win-win situation. So and the I dress looks super cute. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I know. And I'll let you know community thrift store. It's the the best place. Like I I found a picnic basket that all the wicker baskets that I've been looking at are like 120 to 150 dollars. And I said don't have that, but I want a cute picnic basket. And I found it for 20 bucks. And it has little wine glasses in it, a little napkin, little plates, and forks and knives, and even a, I like, love thrift stores. 
They're the best. You. you spend your, your time, not your money. So yeah, <laughs> very yeah. good. Yeah, and it's always good stuff. So you guys haven't met Pamela, so nope. nice to meet we want to welcome Hello. here to the, the show. So Pamela, just so you kind of know, you haven't had the opportunity to preview our questions. So we, if you feel one's uh, not something you want to discuss, just let us know. But you're pretty much of an open book, I'm going to guess. Yeah. You'll be fine with it. So... Abby, go ahead and start the questions. All right, let's start easy. Uh, and it's our conversation, really, not questions. So. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's start easy. Uh, where did you go to school and uh, what you study and why did you choose that degree? Well, I know I have the young face, so I've been graduated <laughs> now for almost two years. It's kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I'm 24, so everyone thinks I'm like 18, 19. I'm like, as long as I'm in the college range, I'm okay. No, <laughs> yeah. If you had the long hair, I would have said that. I went, no, I've got a woman sitting next to me. So, like, oh. you're looking all nice and grown up. Now. I know. I took the, a lot of tips from people, but I went to uh, University of Central Florida, and I was in the Advertising and Public Relations program. Uh, didn't get in the first time, but I got in the second time, so it is it's competitive. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. So to all the people out there, please don't think that you're gonna fail. Like you can do it the second time, and the professors are really awesome. They'll like actually give you flashcards to like study and pointers and things like that. So, yeah, that's, that's cool. very yeah, that's cool. Great. Why did you choose that as your major? So I chose that um, as my major because originally I went to UCF for the first three years because I'm really, really good at chem. I'm really good at math. I was a math, like a math tutor and chem tutor at UCF. That's how I made money on the side, and I wanted to be a pharmacist. So I went from a really drastic change, and I met wow. Isabella through my brother who was doing a business internship with her. And I was dropping him off, and Isabella invited me in and said, you know, you don't really seem like a pharmacist to me kind of image. <laughs> Have you ever thought of pursuing something a little bit different and that's where I kind of went into that route and started looking at things that I wanted to do and it included writing and sat down and thought about social media too so kind of happy marriage yeah oh, wow. and fun this is a fun story I always liked it when she would share it with me so I had met Austin Bott and he came in and interned with me and then Austin brought all of his roommates and one at a time and that's where where I got to meet Eric, and that's also where I met Max. And then uh, Pamela, there was five of them all living in the house at one time. Everybody had their own room. Pamela and Eric are brother and sister, and so that's I met Pamela. She came in. And it's a domino effect. We always joke with Austin. <laughs> and we're like, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah, but what is it that you would tell your roommate? Oh, well, that, the one that never interned with me. The one that oh DJ he like he no one loved him or like the joke is no. <laughs> he's no. out. It was like oh you know what you're not special. We would all go to a meeting together and we would all carpool. A house meeting. And yeah, yeah. no no we would go to oh, a meeting okay. to with Isabella. Oh, okay. So all yeah. of us did an internship at one point. We all overlapped and DJ was the only one left out. We still love you DJ. <laughs> but yeah. we'd be like oh I guess you can't go with us kind of thing. And so yeah. So the the thing was this is you guys have never experienced this when they were interning with me. I had one day a week where we all came together and we would eat lunch together and we would do updates and we would just you know share what's your update and we would go through the client updates and mm -hmm. that included mm -hmm. pivot updates and so that's what she's really talking about they all came in together and so i've always felt bad i never met this kid so i don't know he's not a kid i never met this man so i don't know anything about him but it was just always like i felt so bad I'm like, oh, he's everyone else that. in the house except for <laughs> and she would say oh no i'm sorry you can't eat with us <laughs> no, well no. he was missing out yeah, yeah. yeah. or he's like you don't even go here <laughs> 
So it was really, yeah, it was funny. So um, I know that you interned with me. Was that your first internship? Yeah. Well, first internship outside of, you know, pharmacology and things like that. I did mm-hmm. a few, like, shadowing um, my boyfriend's mom has a giant network of pharmacists because she was an er nurse and i was shadowing different like you know pharmacists just to make sure that was something that i wanted to do and um i didn't want to be a doctor because i cried when my fish died and i knew i couldn't be a vet so i was like what route can i go with that still includes chem and pharmacology kind of I'm going to hope you're going to like the picture I selected to be shown. Uh, I, 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 I love how it's briefly. just like, I hope, yeah. I hope you're going to like it because um, I said, well, I like this picture. Yeah, so there's we'll a little see. bit of a delay there. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming. There's a little bit of a delay, and when it pops up, you'll see it, and you'll go, Oh my goodness, yeah. Oh, so that day was a really good day. Um, And speaking of which, it's kind of beautiful that you brought up this puppy. I'm getting a puppy on December 20th. Okay, this is Eric's puppy. No, this is a puppy that we went to the store to go look for my brother. But we didn't end up getting this one. We ended up getting another one, and we got Barry Allen, like the mini Aussie. And it was, thank you, girl at UCF that graduated and could not bring him. It was a graduation present to her from her parents, and she could not take him with her to New York, and it was oh. everything paid for. So she posted it, and I was the first person to reply, and we got him, and now it's been like two and a half years with Barry. Oh. It's yeah. been beautiful. He's a so cute little puppy. I'm going to get yeah. a corgi puppy, so seeing Ooh, that is just like, yeah. so adorable. I'm going to name him Churro. Churro? Like, yeah. How fitting. Because I'm yeah. Mexican, and he's like a little Mexican pastry, just elongated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's very fitting for my life. Yeah, it is. It is. So um, what did you do in your internship with me? Um, so I did a lot just because, again, like I had no idea. experience. You yeah, were I had no idea out. what direction I wanted to go to. And, you know, I remember sitting down with you going, I, I, I didn't know how to bring that up to my parents of that I wanted to pursue it. So I wanted to make sure to have a good foundation to be able to go in and mm-hmm. tell them, like, look, I'm pursuing a different major. It is going to involve, like, you know. Losing money in the sense that you're going to have to stay longer. But luckily, since I did IB in high school, I was already in an exponential like process. I was only going to graduate in a year and a half. And I just graduated in the normal four years because those three years that I took in pharmacology kind of backtracked me but made it kind of normal. So it worked out. Yeah. Everything worked out too, like accordingly to plan. So I pretty much did a little bit of writing, a little bit of content analysis, a little bit more of like customer relations, how to talk to people. I remember mm-hmm. sitting in Business a lot of conferences. Yeah. We did that, yeah. And then writing down lots of notes and then making sure to be really organized. I, I've always been an organized person, but Isabella told me like, let's do schedules. Let's do it down to the moment. Let's break it down and it's pretty much shadowing what she did and how she talked to people and meeting with Chuck and doing things like that and yeah. seeing what he did email marketing those are things that i've learned that like i still use today on like my own time and things yeah. like that so. and you have an aunt i think that has a pr agency if i remember correctly no so it's uh yeah she's my aunt and she, so she doesn't own it it's through american airlines okay yeah and united and like united and she usually like does a little bit of their pr and does like She's the head honcho of that. And so I kind of really admired her. And when I told her that I was going into this process, she had told me if I had ever wanted to go get a job with her, I could. But I want to stay in Florida. It's way too cold. I love Chicago, but (laughs) I can't can't do that. It's like right now, this is good. This is good temperature. You can wear a light sweater or not right now. that is that really cool cheetah jacket? There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Bringing all the cheetah sisters together. (laughs) But yeah, Yeah. that, that was something that I really liked. And I... Did a little bit. It's just so much. It was just 
that I think I was with you for an in, almost two years. I think maybe a year and a half because there was a little bit of a break. Yeah, with the winter yeah. break. And, yeah. But like to me, it just it felt like because I constantly had kept touch with you, I remember doing the initial process to be able to see. we worked on um, uh, at Chuck's place, BMDM. We yeah. also worked on Herblick Schools. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Brigitte. we did um, Pivot. Mm-hmm. And I think there was something else that you did too. Um, we were doing like a an event with Details Flowers, and oh, we were yeah, trying to plan that. Details Flowers, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I remember like doing that. You were yeah, because you were in charge of um, some of the writing, and she really, she really liked your writing. Yeah, I still have it in my portfolio now. Like uh, things that I do because not all the time do people understand that I I don't just do person to person; it's business right. to business, and that's exactly what she did two floors there was no really consumers or anything like that and that was right. really interesting yeah to be wow. that. so you did a couple of internships after what what was that like and was it more focused instead of the well-rounded or like the broad I, I really liked how broad yours was because it gave me the perspective of what I wanted to go into and what direction I wanted personally for myself I know that I wanted to do more social media because one of my favorite things was doing content creation. And then going more into Photoshop and understanding Canva and then doing Hey Orca, I started getting more and more, like pretty much the ball was rolling and I had talked to some of my professors and they told me that there's this intern pursuit um, at UCF that they have where a whole bunch of, you know, internships come in. It was my first time going there and Isabella... (laughs) This is what I mean. Like, there's a lot of things that, you know, thinking back on it, it's a great way to see how nervous I was in that moment and how perfectly it just all set on. She was there. And Evoke was the advertising agency I really wanted to go to. Now, they were heavily exclusive. They only accepted two people per semester, and they could let you off at any moment. Um, It wasn't a guaranteed internship because they're very fast paced and they, they let everyone know from the get go. It's nothing on them. I love evoke. It was a great internship. And because of Isabella, I got it. I went over to her. I had talked to her and I showed a few friends of mine and directed people towards her. If they had ever asked me like, what kind of internships did you feel like made you most successful and better prepared for the world out there? And I was talking to her and she said, what internship are you looking at? What places? And I told her evoke and, my friend was standing right next to me and she really wanted Evoke and they did they just took her resume and put it down like another name. Isabella came over with my resume in hand and talked to Samantha Cook and said, You guys should definitely look into her. And the next day I got a phone call. Usually it takes two weeks. I got a phone call and they're like, Can you start this week on oh, Friday? Wow. And I went in and I and it was all because of Isabella. It it was honestly because of that, because when I walked in and Terry Mooney, like the CEO, I talked to him and he's like, you came in with really good recommendations to have another, you know, person come over that has had you in their internship and just vouch for you like that and say, you should really look into this person. And then they finally saw my credentials. That's the only thing that I wish that my own resume could have spoke on its own, but having someone who's seen everything vouch for you. And that's the thing I had said, I, Mm -hmm. I'm introducing them to some, um, they're in film. Mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. and i said so if i put my name on as a stamp of approval that's my word and like don't don't mess <laughs> it up you know so it's like you yeah. if you get my recommendation to me that's like 
No pressure. You're extraordinary. No, you're extraordinary. Just like you do a crushing, overwhelming weight. Yeah. And and Pamela really worked really really hard. And then when she came back, uh, I think it was the second term. She was uh, somebody that was able to train the new people that were coming in, and she had kind of a different role. So it was more of a leadership role. So yeah, That's she, great. she learned a yeah. lot. She was a she is a walking testimony, and she actually sent a lot of people to me, which I love. Garcia. Yeah, Luz. Yeah, like Luz. I, yeah, she was great. It was I. What I went to a lot of uh, women's like creative meetings and things like that um, during my college, which I highly recommend. A lot of them are free, or you pay ten dollars and you get free pizza. So I kind of feel like that's sounds a little bit of a win. Me. Yeah, yeah. it sounds pretty much free. Like you pay ten dollars anywhere you go around here. Um, and you would go there, and one of my favorite one was the Women's Creative, and that's where I met Luce, and she was, like, noticing how I was talking to other, like, people. Because through Evoke, I made connections with a lot of other people in social media, and she's like, how do you know all these people, these creative directors and this? And I told her, honestly, it all started with just one internship, and then it slowly just started expanding the more people you add to it. And right. she's like, can I get that number? And I was like, yeah, and I have Isabella Johnson's number in my phone, and I just <laughs> gave it to her. And I texted Isabella, like, hey, I'm sending someone your way, just so you know. And and uh, sure enough, she, she like, Luz and I connected on social media, and she told me, like, I think three weeks later, I talked with Isabella. Everything was going great. I'm doing, like, you know, the process. What do I need to do? Because, you know, usually mm -hmm. Isabella wants to test you to see not whether or not you're able to do it, what, like, where you need to work on things and mm -hmm. what is, mm -hmm. like, the general direction for her. Um, and I told Luz, do the best you can. She's not going to tell you that you're going to fail. And she's not going to, because that's what I loved about yeah. you. You're a teacher. You have so much patience yeah. with people. And Luz was freaking out. And she called me. She's like, I don't know how to do it if I'm doing it right. Because she wanted to impress you so bad. And I said, you know what, honestly, what you have is great. And if I change it, I feel like I'm going to be influencing on that. And it should be 100% just you. And yeah. she did great. And it should be. Yeah, yeah, she is awesome. Yeah. I really loved her also. She is. Uh, she was working with a different client that had an app, a travel app, to be able to mm -hmm. look up. Um, you, you could either buy the book or you could find it on the app. And it, it was connecting all of the events and entertainment and places to go and eat here locally. I know that there's other services that do that. It could be Google. But nonetheless, that's what she was working on. So coming back now. You've got a job at Trader Joe's. I know. Well, the joke. What is their policy, too? Because I found that so intriguing. So, oh, yes. The oh. joke. So so the, the policy is is that there's anything in the store, as long as we don't have to cook it, um, you can open it and go and try it. Mm -hmm. and what? what? Yeah. It's so Excuse cool. me? Does that yeah, there's, the so I'm back. telling them, I'm mind blown. And like, what about uh, the $3 wine? No, you nothing alcoholic. Yeah, okay. I know, right? But we but, do do wine tastings and beer tastings, which is what I'm in charge of on the weekends. Oh, um, really? Friday to Sunday, eleven to six. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, so go on in, just bring your ID, and you can try up to seven to six different kinds of wine tastings with what? a complimentary cheese. So wow. I do love wine. So. We do love wine. And there you go. And then that <laughs> way you try before you buy. So that's the whole premise of it. And. Trying before you buying helps us connect with the customers in a lot mm -hmm. better of a way in the sense that you don't have to go home and try it, not like it, have to return it, go through the burden. Like we have a great return policy, but we have a giant sign that not many people pretty much read. Yeah. And I'm telling them, well, let's put it in a better place so more people can understand and gravitate towards it. We tried it. We liked it. If you don't, you can return it. Now, that policy also includes that if you're in the store and you're debating between two sauces mm -hmm. and you're going to make the best spaghetti what sauce, What a better way to find out what sauce you need 
and what kind of ingredients than to go and take it to the back demo. Usually there's a little demo station in kitchen. Just tell them you want to do a customer sample. It does not make us lose money because we like sample that product out until it's completely gone. So you're pretty much helping the entire store try something, especially a new product when we get fearless flyers like once every month and a half. So that really helps build that momentum of, oh, you know what? I'm going to risk it for the biscuit. I'm going to try that chocolate. And then what if you find the new chocolate that you love, especially when they're seasonal items? I tell every single Mm -hmm. customer, what if you fall in love with it and you have to wait an entire year to get it? You never know. What do you have to lose? Mm -hmm. Go try it. And then even if you don't like it, I've had plenty of people go, I feel so bad. You guys have to waste all that. Someone right next to them will be like, I would never have tried that. Thank you. I'm buying that right now. And they would just grab it from the shelf and then put that it in their cart. That is a great concept. Yeah. It yeah. is. It's so win win. Yeah. Well, one of the things when Pamela got the job over there, she had also told me that their policy is that they want new people to come in and try all of the jobs on the floor. So she was doing all of that to get up into the marketing department. And I'm still and I'm still working on it, and it's so great because right now I am the beer section leader at the Winter Park Trader Joe's, and what I do is I look at what is happening in the influence of the craft beer department, and trying to gain more breweries on there, get them on the distribution list, and then organize the beer according to the way the Orlando community is. Mm-hmm. So okay. if I have someone hmm. coming in going. Where are your IPAs? Originally, when I was the beer section leader, um, there was no, not to say there was an organization. It was just different. Every personal touch is going to be like, every person's going to have that own opinion. Mm -hmm. Now, what I wanted and what I've, like, you know, facilitated in other, like, things is I like organization. And my brother, Eric, and Carlos Mm -hmm. both love beer, Carlos being a beer distributor. Um, I have a lot of knowledge about different kinds of IPAs and different kinds of fruit beers and what kind of seasonality you want. And so I tried to section it off exactly like a beer menu. So on your left-hand side, and I even did like little Key West signs that like, oh, IPAs, looking for them over yonder, like and kind of just trying to interact. (laughs) Trader Joe speak. I have a a poll in front of my like aisles, so I have to work with what I got. So (laughs) I was just like, all right, this poll will not bring me down. I'm just going to use it like a Key West thing. And I said all the craft IPAs are going to be on this side especially seasonal things I wanted them to be more highlighted especially since the fearless flyer comes every month and a half and we get things rotating we don't have a big store but we get a lot of product lines and we try and do that by moving it continually so I would do that and that's how I did the kind of section and that way people can go in and ask immediately and I can point to the signs they go oh my god that's so cool I didn't even notice that (laughs) there you go and I tell them to come in on Friday Saturday and Sunday just because the question is, Is oh, can we try some? Is that your job? I was like, well, I can try them. You guys can't. That's the only thing. So, But they they have allowed me to reintroduce more and more beer to the wine tastings because prior, the misconception was it was only mainly wine. That was our dominant sales, and my goal was to get our sales up to par with wine because beer is really popular in Orlando. You go to like the oh craft God, beer crazy. festivals yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just you just need to bring that awareness to people. They don't know, like, if they're going to like that, the misconceptions of different kinds of hops, pale ales, and lagers. And I try and tell people, find your happy medium. Or if you want to cook with it. and Or if you want to do a chocolate stout from Trader Joe's, makes a really good lava kite. So mm. I found that out. Sounds good. Mm. It does sound good. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sold me because I'm not a like, wine person. So I might have to go You can tell that she's Joe's. very knowledgeable, right? Oh, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been enthralled here. Like, ooh. That's, Lots that's of good beers. Like, yeah, if if you guys need like a certain beer for like a certain thing, like let me know. And well, well and the reason why she talks about this, the cooking is her brother Eric, who has been a guest on the show before, 
um, he is he wanted to start his own restaurant. And how he came in is he was doing an internship originally. It was with um, Caldwell Banker. And he discovered, no, that's not what my passion is. He wanted to go. Max, right? Yeah, yeah, he and Max. He he finished that one out, but he went over. um, I got him a job to uh, work with uh, Pig Floyd's Urban Barbacoa. That's a client that I had written their business plan. And so he worked in there, and he's worked in some other things. And he's done amazingly well with launching, you know, his own idea of how he wants to have his restaurant. The funny thing is, food is in this whole family. So one of my memories, Pamela, um, she would bring in, it would smell delicious, and her, I think it's her mom and her grandmother, but she would bring in something, and I go, oh, that smells really good. And I tried brain. Right? You tried that brain? Yeah. brain? No, you tried cow tongue. That's what oh, you tried. Oh, that was cow tongue. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's but you had the brain also. No, no, that was uh, that was a cow stomach soup. It's cow stomach soup. But I tried that too. You tried You tried it. You actually yeah. liked it. Did you it. like it? Yeah. So I meal prep a lot, and I don't like going out to eat very much just because, like, you know, I like cooking, and I make it a whole event with my brothers. Like, we'll meal prep for the week if we can, or I'll do it on my own. And mm-hmm. it's, like, my peace of mind that I, like, make my food because my life is centered around food. I like to eat. And I want to make sure that I eat good. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I would always be with Isabel, and she would... We would gra- eat together. <laughs> she would grab a spoon and try. And then I, she tried pozole, which um, which is, was just like beef, um, beef stock with little homies in it. And I brought, like, a giant Tupperware, and I gave it to everybody so that they could try it. Yeah. And I even brought, like, the cilantro, the onions, right. the limes. she brought it. Because you, you can't just do one. you got, you got to do it with the whole, the whole ensemble and the oregano. And, and everyone really liked it. Yeah, they did. So, so happy about yeah, she good. introduced us to uh, new foods and different things, but they right. were Mexican because right. of her heritage. Sounds very good. I don't know about cow tongue, but I would try it. Cow yeah. tongue is actually really popular in England. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. yeah. Europe, yeah. I think it is. Deli very, sandwiches. Yeah, very popular. It's very lean, kind of bologna-like, you know, right. kind of lean. So It's all the way you prepare it. I honestly did not know half the stuff I was eating growing up. They would just feed it to me um, at 12, year old. <laughs> 12 years old is when I realized, huh, so this is cow stomach. As I'm mid-chew like chew on one, my dad finally explains to me, like, yeah, that's just the part of the intestinal. Whoa, what? And then I continued eating it because it still tasted good. So I'm yeah. not going to deny it. So. I've never heard about cow stomach. I've heard of haggis, I think it is. which is Haggis. This, oh, haggis. It's, and it's, it's haggis. Uh, and tacos de tripa. It's haggis. Sure. I thought it's haggis. It's haggis, yeah. I've it's Scottish, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Scottish. Yeah, it's, it's Scottish. Uh, it's the, is it the sheep stomach? Sheep intestine? Yeah. yeah. And they put meat in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah like yeah. tacos de tripa in Mexico City are really popular. It's fried pig intestines. Mm. It's mm. not look appetizing but the best crunchiest flavor like you could ever have it's really? like chichoron it's it's absolutely really? really good the line is always super long and so again like patience so i remember going to mexico and waiting in a really long night line at like <laughs> one in the morning with, where there's children and families everyone's up at one in the morning that wants tacos and so so you so got pig intestine tacos. Time really flies when we're on the <laughs> show, I'm going to tell you. And I don't want to miss out on some of these uh, other no, questions. No, yeah, I could talk about tacos so, all the time. inspiring leaders. Who are your inspiring leaders? You can, one, two, it's, it's okay. Um, and then dead. what advice would you give to students that are looking to get into your industry now? Because how you got into Trader Joe's, I think it's a really interesting story. And it's not uh, the typical route. Yeah, I'll, well, I'll start off with, you know, how I met <laughs> how I met the people at Trader Joe's. So, again, life centered around food. Um, I guess you should just follow your stomach 
instead of follow your dreams because I was shopping at Trader Joe's <laughs> and I just just treat everybody nicely no matter what just treat everyone the the way you want to be treated and mm-hmm. I would continually go in there and I would talk to every single person there because I loved it there like I loved what they were doing the way they ran things the way they would have customer service and one day the manager came over to me at Vinny and he's no longer at this Trader Joe's. He's at the one at Dr. Phillips. I hope he sees this. And uh, Vinny was telling me, like, hey, you know what? If you ever need a job here, let, let me know. You know, like, let me know. And at first I didn't take him up on that offer. And because I was working at Amp Exposure and I was, like, managing, like, four to five people. But the thing is, is I didn't have a set schedule. I only had one day off Monday. And that was it. So I was going to get burnt out really quickly. So I chose Trader Joe's because they seem to really appreciate me and as soon as I walk in I get a meeting with the general manager and then I'm starting like three weeks later and it was amazing and Mm -hmm. it's all about who you know I did not think it was going to be like that but it's because I treated everybody the same I treated Vinny nicely I would always take the time to talk to him and you never know who's going to open a door for you and like at the least possible moment like I had no idea that I was going to leave Amp Exposure until Vinny like just really just gave me that like outreach and just told me, hey, you know what, we're going to value you here if this is the route that you want to go and these are the things you want to work on, and we did it. So that's how I did it. And then great leaders. Who are your leaders? Great leaders, I guess. Or uh, inspiring leaders. Inspiring leaders. Oh, this is going to be so cliche. Um, so it's both of my parents for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad just just because he told me to to never settle on anything that I wanted to do, uh, despite him wanting to call me Dr. Garcia for years. Uh, <laughs> he, he's accepted the fact that I'm, I'm doing this and he knows that like I, I'm wanting to pursue and he told me like there's results and then there's excuses. And he's told, a huge role model to me that told me that there's words and then there's actions. And, you know, I don't believe in words. I believe in actions because anytime I would say, I'm sorry for something. He's like, oh, that's a nice word, but I don't believe it until you prove it. And so I've <laughs> held that to this day with anybody. <laughs> and my mom for just just being really compassionate towards others and telling me, like, it's a, your judge of character is how you treat people. And that has right. gotten me so far. And I, there, I haven't met Carlos, who's her other brother, but, you know, two out of three is who I know. And, and I love this family and I love her parents. So I'm really happy. They're very, very, very um, family oriented, right. as you can tell. And her personality is one that when I had met her, I went, hmm, you seem like you should be like, you know, talking with a lot of people. Oh, yeah. She yeah. just pushed it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. So, shall we do the motivational Monday quote? Motivational yes. Monday, yeah, because we actually have to finish up here yeah. by quarter of. So okay. Yeah. okay. So the way this works, we select a quote and then we get your take on it. I read on your LinkedIn that you love working with people, so I mm-hmm. figured this be appropriate. It's a quote by Seth Godin, which is an American author and former dot com business executive, and it goes a little something like this: Our job is to connect to people, to interact with them in a way that leaves them better than when we found them more able to get where they'd like to go. No, I love that. Yeah, because that's the that's the little voice. Um, I was watching The Good Place on Netflix, and it, it's funny. Great show. Yeah, it's a great show. I'm on, I finished it all. <laughs> <laughs> it's done. <laughs> all those mornings uh, eating breakfast, I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch The Good Place. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, the that when they said that quote of like, oh, it's that little voice in your head that's telling you to do the right thing, and then 
the reason why she's being a good person is because she doesn't have to hear that little voice anymore. And that's like, I, I hear that little voice of make sure to leave things better than when, when you got there. Mm-hmm. And so when you said that, that's that's something I, I really right. like. So yeah. It resonates with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I went, oh, when he was showing me the quote, because he got to pick the quote. Um, I went, yep, that's mm-hmm. exactly how... What you would say? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's. Glad that's I nailed that. You did. <laughs> nailed it. You did. All right. Toby. So go ahead with our next sponsor message. Right. So we would like to take this opportunity opportunity to thank our second sponsor, Create the Movement. Creating a movement takes two things: the right people and the right message. Finding the right people takes laser focus and extensive research. Crafting the right message requires in-depth market knowledge and constant tweaking. It's not about knowing what's in outside the box. It's about knowing what it's your box is made of and using it to your advantage thank you create the movement for sponsoring the intern whisper live (laughs) (laughs) and that was my first time reading that sponsor so sorry if i create the movement i'll get it right next time that is uh, music from our game so all of the music that you've heard uh on the show or our listeners here it's done by sophie lloyd she is a um a high school student. She's 17. What? She's actually in university, though. 17, and she's created it, and it's in our game. So it's amazing music. Okay, so we want to give Valencia a spotlight. Uh, thank you, Valencia College. We're over here on the East Campus. This is where this awesome radio station is located. We get to have state-of-the-art social broadcasting uh, studio. Thank you, Q. I love, we love Q. Q. We love Q. He's the station manager. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Q. <laughs> yeah, he's the one that makes us, uh, gives us this yeah. room. and Gotta give him here. some love every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is our 11th month, and we've been here every Wednesday. So um, wow. what I'd like you to do is make sure that you take this episode and you share it on out there and tell people about our show maybe they'll listen to us no my mom's gonna never let me live this she's gonna she's gonna post it all over and look at my daughter <laughs> yeah well we're not quite finished yet so <laughs> we, we have to say there's, that's not gonna be a problem like <laughs> she's this like yeah. three years later, she'll be like, remember Your family when? will do that. Well, I don't know if she did that with Eric's episode, but nonetheless. So we have to do shout-outs. So, Abby, you're up. Shout-outs. Well, a quick shout-out to my family, especially my sister. She got into a car accident last week, uh, but she's okay, thank God. So, Nani, I love you. Get well soon. I know you're strong. You'll be up on your feet soon oh, she'll enough. be talking oh, like no, a yeah. mile a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Most she's she's tough. She's a tough, she's a tough girl. Yep. So, okay, yeah. Matt. Shout-out to my mom. She said she was going to listen. I haven't said anything, but <laughs> she may be there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her log in yet, but we'll see. What's yeah. wrong, Matt's mom? Yeah. You can do it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Pamela, you get to have shout-outs. You can have them to whomever you wish. All right. I guess my shout-out is going to be to Chiro. Um, you're a little man right now. Ooh. You're going <laughs> to, December 25th, I'm going to pick your little butt up, and I'm really excited to 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 be your, your fur mom. Um, your fur uncles are are exactly like excited um i yeah honestly just churro because i have been waiting to get a dog for for years and i've been helping raise like roommates and my brother's dogs and family's dogs and now churro is going to be mine 
So I'm looking forward. I got him specifically tiny so he could travel with me. So awesome. compact and Here's travel Here's the style. churro. Here's, Here's the, the churro. churro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a churro next to him. <laughs> and so my shout out goes to all of my software team, my game team, all of my other people that are with me. You two guys that are sitting here with me, a special shout out again to Jason, who's graduating this week. Congratulations. And Khalil. And so, um, but Katrina and um, all of my graphic designers. I just, I love all of these people. Anyway, um, so I want to make sure people know how to find us. You can contact us on our show at internpursuit.tech if you want to go to the website. 321-422-2166 is the actual company number. And you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, and on MixLR dot com forward slash Valencia College Radio and follow the intern whisper and live again on Facebook. So as we close this show, we want to tell you thank you for listening to us. All right. Thank right. you. Thank you. Gracias. <laughs> he speaks Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>